Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. question and then you realize you never even asked yourself that question those really sound like the lyrics to a 90s indie song or a drake poem we're not there yet so uh, i emailed the i am nerd podcast oh shout out to i am nerd uh yeah. kenny and fraser what's up guys and uh, I asked them this question, and I never even thought about how you and I would handle this. So oh. this is what I said. Okay, fair enough. Hey guys, so we, the people of planet Earth, have a problem. We the people. While I was in a meditative state, I heard a signal being broadcasted to my tinfoil hat. Coming to you live. It was definitely aliens. They told me that they were going to destroy the world with the big space laser thingy. The mothership is upon us, brother. To Earth! We will destroy the world with our big space laser thingy unless the hosts of The Flood with Doc and Ziggy defeat our champions in a tag team contest. Ooh, okay, um... GPS says we'll be there in a week. To prepare, we shall be watching YouTube. I think I think I will pull a uh, Mark Zuckerberg and hit the send the location. Send, send the location. So, um, so I can stay clear away from that because what kind of competition are we talking here? <laughs> we get to pick. You and I get oh, to pick. Oh, we get to pick the competition. You and I get to pick. And then they oh, have to with you so your, your question is what, what competition? You and I have to challenge the aliens in. It's definitely not going to be basketball, bro. I'm telling no, you, this to, is I, not I, I Space like, no, Jam. Space Jam meets White Men Can't Jump is not going to happen. So, like, the first one <laughs> I thought of, that I thought of, like, oh, I can take them off. Like, if it was a tag team, like, I could run, you know, Pike Support and League of Legends and somebody could run AD Carry. And then I was like, oh, shit, would Doc have to be my partner? Well, let's cross off Magic the Gathering. I also want to teach yeah, him that no, entire fucking oh, game God. in a week. No, right? The fuck? Yeah, no, so it's got to be something we both already know very well, which does lead me towards awesome video games. Wow. Wow, you're trash. You're trash. Um, you want to grab the sticks yeah, right now? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we don't have time for me to embarrass you like that right now, but what I do know is that... <laughs> So what I mean, like, what? it would probably be a video game of some sort, right? I don't know about that. Maybe laser tag. I know what we would challenge them in: having a coherent conversation with nothing but quotes from other things. I see you and raise you a drinking challenge <laughs> because I think me and you prove every Sunday <laughs> that 
we could handle Prepare for takeoff. <laughs> ourselves on drink. I think wow, RIP takeoff. Um, cause I think me and you prove every Sunday that we could handle ourselves on drink champs. Yep. Also, maybe like a hot ones style competition, right? Where we uh, eat spicy food and then interview each other. <laughs> And see which one of them cakes first. I mean, I've, or cracks first. See which one of them cracks first. Because, I mean, the only way that really falls through is if somehow the aliens are immune to spicy food. Mm. Or within a week they find a way on YouTube to coat their tongues. And I don't, I don't know. Like, to coat their tongues. Ah, Jesus Christ. How about Florida versus everybody? I mean, to to keep it on brand, <laughs> to keep it on brand, that would have to be it, though, right? Like that's obviously like, the answer. We have, if it's not, I don't know who would be our adjudicator between this challenge. It can't be anybody that important. I still think you know we we could probably do like a Streets of Rage or like a Contra style like platformer game together against the aliens and unless Donkey Kong Country speedrun <laughs> hell yeah I could be down for that I could fucking speedrun some Super Mario too I was just doing well, that Donkey shit the Kong other Country day specifically cause it's co-op there are some new Super Marios that are co-op yeah if I got to pick my partner I think the one thing I would pick I would be like Magic the Gathering and Keontae is gonna be my partner do y'all see how he just tried to replace me in this fictitious scenario that he tried if to create? The world is at stake, and I get to, and I get to pick my. Challenge. And the stakes are rising up, and space laser beams are crashing, crashing through. through. By the way, Marjorie Taylor Greene, they are not Jewish. <laughs> I mean, like maybe like two point five percent, but that's just according to Ancestry.com. Uh, this is Doc. And this is Ziggy. And we are Culture. back with another episode of your favorite weekly pop culture digest. That's right, The Flood. Taking the news happening around us and discussing how it's shaping the culture that defines us with our pop perspective. To put the culture in context. And make the mainstream, what do make. we do? Make sense. sense. That's right. Because if we do don't make sense, if we, we don't, don't make dollars. Angelic money in my pocket. Let's talk about speaking of money. Speaking of money, an Amazon worker was just recently sentenced to 16 years for a little fraud scheme that may have netted her somewhere close to 9.4 million dollars over the long run. Speaking uh, of money, uh, Mike Lindell's life just keeps becoming funnier and funnier. Speaking of funnier and funnier, I did stand up. Dan did stand up, and Drake dropped a uh, a book of poetry. Yeah. Or Instagram captions. You decide. <laughs> we also got to talk about threads. I mean, you know that's burning up the timelines. Uh, something else it that's... made a timeline. Burning up the timelines is the fucking cocaine in the White House. <laughs> Speaking of lines. Speaking of lines and boundaries that might have been crossed, 
you know we got to talk about some salacious celebrity gossip with the Kiki Palmer and the Jonah Hill thing. There's Those also, are things. Those are two separate things. We're also going to bring some trailers to you that we're going to react to this week. But uh, getting back to what we were discussing in the preamble. Things that you and I... Well, you were saying if you get to choose your partner. Oh, if I get to choose my partner and I had to just be like, all right, Dan, what is the one thing that you are pretty damn confident that in a competitive space that you would be the most prepared for? Because I, I thought about this. And if the aliens have a week to prepare with YouTube, the higher the learning curve of whatever you challenge them to is, the better chances that I'm going to have. Make sense? No, I mean, it makes sense, right? I'm just like, is it really that hard to think of a competition that you and I could do together? <laughs> no, but I'm thinking... I'm a little offended, dog. That's all I'm saying. Like, I'm, I'm just going to throw at, it out there. Like, I'm thinking world is at stake. The world is at stake, and you can't think of a thing. I mean, a fucking potato sack race, nigga. I mean, maybe this is working out in my mind because I keep thinking of the aliens from The Simpsons, right? <laughs> uh, fucking uh, Kang and Kronk or whatever. Can you teach me spades in a week? So here's the part of the pod where I have to admit that every time I play spades, I have to be reminded how to play spades. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those games that like I've played before, but I don't care enough to remember the rules afterwards. It'll only take you like 30 seconds to explain the rules of spades to me before I'm like, oh yeah, okay, I remember, let's play. Do you have a board game or strategy game or card game from a 52 card deck? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I saw this post from Kev on stage earlier like where love. I think it was Kev on stage where he was talking about if they uh, brought Uno to casinos, how he would clean up. And I was like, yeah, yeah, okay. When you said that just now, I was like, Uno, let's go, baby. <laughs> Me and you and tag team Uno where you can double up reverses and wild cards, dog. Like, all right, come on. What, 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 please explain to me what the aliens are going to learn about Uno in a week from YouTube that we don't already know. Well, not only that, they're going to have to build up the rapport. I don't think we, if we played Uno, I don't think we would have to say a word. And, and house rules. Like, if it's house rules, dog. Ooh, it is home court advantage. They're coming to our crib. And we get to choose the, listen, all, all I'm saying is... Y'all don't want that. Uh, draw two. Draw two. Draw four. Reverse. Reverse. Yeah. I can't wait for the Adam Sandler and Kevin James movie, right? Where they play Uno to save the world. No, remember they're doing it. We reported on that one uh, movie with Lil Yachty and the underground Uno ring. <sighs> God damn, I forgot all about that dog. I don't think that movie's happening anymore, though. I feel like we we reported on that movie not happening anymore. It probably was not affected by the writer's strike. Uh, but speaking of movies that are still happening, or if you don't know, now you know. That should just be the mantra for the whole pod, right? Oop, there it is. New t-shirt. I guess we'll have to clear that with Bad Boy Records. But uh, if you don't know, now, now you, you know. know. That's literally this pod in a nutshell. Um, but they're making a How High too. 
Um, and it has officially been given the green light. Just to make sure, Half-Baked is the one that Jon Stewart is in, and How High is the one that Dave Chappelle is in. Why do I not remember Jon Stewart being in How High? Yeah, no, Half-Baked 2, that's the Dave Chappelle joint, right? And the entire original cast is returning. Dave, Jim Brewer, Rachel True, Harlan Williams. Um, and it has officially been given an R rating, right? I don't know what that means in today's day and age. I mean, but I do know that that does mean no punches will be pulled in the it means somebody may or may not have been shot on set. Um, and hopefully this time it's not a horse. Uh, or the director. Or the cinematographer. I was making an Alec Baldwin joke. Yeah, no, so was I. Was it the cinematographer? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, cinematographer then... died. Director. Yeah. Alec Baldwin is a body count. Yeah, no, it's crazy. That Rust trial is still going on, and I... have the idea that Alec Baldwin could oh, face he, jail a, time for the... He's been cleared. Yeah, they say that, but I I feel like I just saw something that says they're trying to reintroduce charges, and it's just all very, very unfortunate. Well, um, if we're talking about reintroductions, I have a good reintroduction. Jamie Foxx was seen on a boat waving to fans earlier this week. Oh, okay. Do I have to go Marjorie Taylor Greene and be like, you don't think it's funny that Jamie has a movie about clones coming out on Netflix and now after his health crisis, there's a Jamie being seen waving on a boat. No, seriously though, guys, <laughs> stop it. Paul has been dead the whole time. Type stop stuff. it. Stop it, guys. Do not uh, with the Jamie is a clone thing, like I, I already see it coming. Thank the Lord that Jamie Foxx is still alive and improving. And he's, according to his daughter, he's been out of the hospital for a really long time. The media publications have just been running with, you know, these conspiracy stories about how his health is and then there's the whole diddy conspiracy thing that's going on now too there was a covid vaccine conspiracy going on and it's just it's it's all a lot and it all eventually boiled over into his daughter finally coming out and making a statement about him having been home for weeks and it's good to see that he's out and you know making appearances uh because you know his fans were worried about him uh but i'm sure more importantly his family was worried about him and he was doing the real thing and taking time to be with his family after such a life like a fucking traumatizing life event right uh so you know kudos to jamie i'm glad he's out here and living and, healthy uh I have a quick lighthouse update from last week's episode. Oh. You remember how I said uh, listener Austin proposed a question, and I was like, oh, I think it's Austin Reeves. It's not Austin Reeves. Austin Reeves is the shooting guard for the Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> Man's was being hopeful. <laughs> I mean, it would be cool if Austin Reeves from the Los Angeles Lakers listened to the flood. Why Why can't that be a reality? He's the third best Laker right now. Hey, listen, and do you know how good that would be for us? That would be he's great for us. He's probably the best 
white American basketball player in the world. Oh, not Giannis? He is Greek and black. <laughs> it's, uh, who is your boy on, um... Jokic? Yes. He is yes. from Serbia. Yeah. <laughs> okay, don't play me like... Yeah, no, Austin Reeves is probably the best white American basketball player in the world right now. It's either him or Tyler Hero. And I mean, Tyler has a See, great last name for it. I was going to say, Tyler Hero sounds like an American white guy. <laughs> Tyler's a man, though. And your boy Jokic. Jokic? Uh, Jokic, right. Uh, your boy Jokic, right. Um, he could easily be a first-generation American. <laughs> Don't play me like that. Especially with how good at basketball he is. Did you... Alright, so... Did you hear or see any of the sound clips where he's just like, oh, okay, yeah, we won. Now I get to go home. And then the GM's like, we have the parade on Thursday. He's like, on Thursday? And he, he puts his head in his yeah. hands as soon yeah. as he finds that out. He's just like, oh... I guess we'll be here. That's what real sports fans are listening to this. Like, if you've ever seen any of his interviews, then you would know he's not from America. <laughs> I actually have a picture of him celebrating saved in my memes folder. Oh, yeah, I've seen that meme. I've seen that meme plenty of places. <laughs> like, like the way I described that meme where he's like finals MVP, like covered in beer, just like frowning. Imagine getting a voicemail from your boss being like, oh my god, I cannot wait for you to come back from vacation. Everything has been going wrong without you. By the way, has your Christmas bonus cleared yet? <laughs> it's like, hey, I'm like, great, I have a lot of work I have to do, but I'm getting praised and validated yeah, and paid I, for it. I so. was gonna say, listen, listen, I am, I'm here for those kinds of things. Yeah, especially if a Christmas bonus is attached to it. Uh, but, you know, while we're on the NBA subject, <laughs> let's talk about this whole Victor Wimbenyama drama. <laughs> Victor Wimbenyama drama. <laughs> do you want to talk about the drama, or do you want me to give you a rundown on his uh, Summer League performance? I mean, you can give a rundown on the Summer League performance, and then we can talk about how somehow his Summer <laughs> performance had a run-in with Britney Spears. Like... <laughs> So his first game, he went two for nine. Not good. No. He had five blocks, though. Hey, okay. Five blocks is a lot of blocks. And then his second game, he scored almost 30 points. And he got a bunch of rebounds and a bunch of blocks. Everybody is saying, if he never figures out the offensive game, which is a really extremely low percentage chance. I was going to that's like... Like, if he doesn't figure out a, any other skill... I was. That's like a decent amount of the league. He's still going to get paid because he can block five shots a game. I mean, so it's... You can't ignore the defense in basketball, though, right? And I feel like defensive when basketball... When real defense shows up yeah. in now, nowadays NBA... Yeah, it's... It's rare, though, because it is nowadays NBA is clearly an offensive game, right? It's all about the offensive lineup. Um, and even me as a passive viewer of the NBA can see too. that. Uh, yeah, right. So now modern NBA defenses are a lot more about, like, cutting angles and 
forcing people into worse shots instead yeah, of it's not you can't like, get as physical yeah yeah you can't get as physical it's a lot more restrictive on the defensive player right so the defensive player has had to have a longer progression in evolving with the game right uh i do think we probably will see more defensive superstars coming or at least players who are skilled in defensive angles along with offensive right and this is the most important part give a shit on defense <laughs> i actually went out and uh since it's starting to get warm again i started going out to the court again right? warm again did you say warm i'm a summer baby <laughs> It's been fucking sweltering. I had I had a uh, a button-down shirt on. You were also black. real thin for a six-five, right? Like, yeah, no, I'm built like a, a short freshman Texas Kevin Durant, like bloke, bloke, <laughs> bloke. <laughs> this humidity <laughs> has. Fucking had me sweating like a lobster at a fucking boil. Do you understand me? When I actually went it out to the is, court and was getting a, a run in, like, I did sweat like that. It's unnecessary. This heat is so unnecessary. We're not even. It felt like, like now, since I haven't been smoking cigarettes, it felt great. Like, I mean, I was able to run for a while. I got a Kudos to that. Especially since they but we're in the court around the street from my house. The three-point line used to be a crack in the ground, and now there's an actual three-point line. Oh, my God. We are in, like, the second week of July. <laughs> and it is already reaching the upper 90s here in Maryland on the East Coast. That's not great. <laughs> it's not you know great how, at all. You know how white people, the stereotype is, like, that one white guy in high school who will always wear shorts every day of the year no matter what? Well, that's Maryland in general, right? Like, anywhere in Maryland at any point in time, you can always find a white guy in shorts and sandals. It doesn't matter what time of the year it is, how cold it is outside, or how warm, or actually what time it is for that matter. I, I am the opposite. I always have full pants on yeah. unless I'm playing basketball or swimming. I feel like that's because you always skip leg day, bro. I pretty much just go work out at the basketball court. I'll I mean, there for... you gotta have some kind of leg for that, right? But yeah. I, I, I get it. But um, Monday the third uh, and the fourth and then the fifth following were all three the hottest days on record that the planet has ever reached. One of our earliest taglines was the flood we talk about everything but the weather and right now we are talking about the because weather. the weather is literally a cultural event i'm sorry uh we didn't listen to al gore before but remember <laughs> pig climate change is upon us is is what i'm getting at um, but if that means that we're not allowed to talk about the weather, then we can always talk about this Ashley Madison documentary that dropped on Hulu. <laughs> talk about trash! Let's go ahead and get the trash out of the way. <laughs> Ashley Madison, if you didn't know, is a 
dating website for married people who are looking to have affairs. Uh, Hulu dropped a documentary on the whole Ashley Madison expose, and it really, like, you know, the trailer shows that it really dives deeply into the CEO and uh, his whole perspective. Apparently, this guy is in a monogamous relationship and has been for quote unquote uh, 13 years or something along the lines I of that. I bet you his uh, partner is in business. They probably were like, no, this is actually genius. Uh, his partner was featured, I think is featured as like the site model. So when it says like Ashley Madison across the, um, in the foreground of the woman, I think that is his wife. And somehow, even after its entire client role was exposed through a hacking leak, they are still a website. Um, a I bet it runs too. Client role that included celebrities, politicians, of course, of course, and as well as one Josh Duggar, who I believe is currently serving time for sexually assaulting his sisters. That part's not funny. What is funny is that Hulu made a three-part docu-series about Holy this shit, website. Holy shit, three parts? Yeah, tracing Bill the... Bill Russell's documentary is only two <laughs> on Netflix. That is fucked up. Tracing the origin of the first dating site for married people who were looking to have affairs. This, As the uh, CEO, Noel Bert, uh, Bitterman, found it, um, he is... Just, the producer's last name is Bitterman. Uh, no, the CEO of... of Bitterman. Of Ashley Madison. Yes, the creator. Um, the unapologetic CEO. Um, they, you know, he did this because the market existed. And he was just trying to find a way to have people... Help people have healthier affairs. <laughs> as long as they paid him for it I guess I don't know none of that shit makes sense to me I don't understand why you would specifically put your credit card information something that could be traced back to you into a website where you plan on stepping out like betraying the vows of of your of your marriage right the the trust of your loved one Right, it's like you're literally leaving, leaving a paper trail. Yeah. You're literally leaving a paper trail. Do you know how easy it is for a detective to be like, "Hey, let me do like a, just a cursory search of this guy's credit history." Right, like let me look into, let me see if I can get access into his his bank statements. <laughs> if that's what they're into, maybe they're misogynistic like Jonah Hill. Divisively. Jonah Hill's ex-girlfriend came out uh, what would be, I guess, two weeks from now. And if you don't know, now you know. And said that, surprise, surprise, he might be a bit of a misogynist and a narcissist. And I'm like, oh, you don't say. You don't say the guy who got famous making misogynistic jokes and then turned around and made a documentary about his therapist is a bit of a misogynist and a narcissist. It, this is a very divisive it's, it's, story because of the last text message he sent that was very 
These are my boundaries. Part of the way she exposed him was by leaking some of the text messages, right? Um, and that were exchanged between him and her, um, as well as giving some uh, some personal accounts of experiences she had had with Jonah. And you were saying that one of the last text messages was of Jonah stating his boundaries and his expectations for the relationship. Yeah. Right? And so that... What I want to get out of the way here first is that what's not funny is taking this woman's experience, right, and making a joke about it because she is a victim of her own... All allegations should be taken seriously. Every defendant is innocent until proven guilty. I'm going to say that if she feels like she was abused she's probably abused because I don't know who the fuck gets into a relationship with a guy <laughs> who says the shit out of his mouth like Jonah Hill does and not think there might be a kernel of truth to that character that he plays oh so well <laughs> like I get it you know he's an actor and we shouldn't assume that he's an asshole in real life Adam Sandler plays an asshole very well but apparently is a charming person um but you're not gonna tell me that when adam wants to be an asshole he's not a damn good one chevy chase right who plays very charming guy on camera and is a giant fucking prick just as richard Pryor. (laughs) well you can't just as the entire cast of community he Uh, is officially not going to be in the movie to which twitter yeah because he called donald glover the n-word dude <laughs> and donald was like I'm, I'm finally not scared to say it anymore fuck you chevy <laughs> like, He's like my clout right now is bigger than yours yeah <laughs> speaking of measuring content <laughs> elon recently came out uh and you know it's just clearly showing that he's he's really butthurt over this whole threads thing uh the new instagram app that we'll talk about in a little bit uh (laughs) and since they're not having the fight anymore because his mom canceled it um he suggests they should have a dick measuring contest (laughs) and yes it's real and i don't want to live in this world anymore because i would much rather see them fight pause it just I don't even know if I needed to add a pause there. It just felt necessary because what the fuck, Elon? Like, I I don't know. I would almost expect that kind of a tweet from Mark Zuckerberg more than I would Elon Musk. Like, Elon's, like, in his 50s, right? Like, imagine imagine you're standing in line with a guy. And that tweet has... Mark Wahlberg energy. Ima- <laughs> right. Imagine you're standing in line with a guy at the DMV and he's like, yo, uh, and y'all mix up tickets or some shit. And he's like, let's fight about it. And then his wife is like, no, honey, don't fight. And he's like, oh, you think your dick's bigger than mine because my mom stepped in the way? <laughs> Whip it out right now, buddy. Come on. <laughs> I bet you I got a hog. <laughs> That's what Elon say, did. This whole thing is funny because Elon tagged Zuckerberg on Twitter 
Bro, it's so this war of the billionaires just keeps getting more pathetic as time goes on. Um, the biggest is Zuckerberg is the one who's taking the high ground, which is right. hilarious. Yeah, because it's so. Do you know the character he's built up over the past twenty years, dude? Do you know how cringe you have to be to make Mark Zuckerberg look like the good guy? <laughs> Come on. How different would this whole situation be if he either didn't or we didn't know about him doing jujitsu and he was like, oh, Mark Zuckerberg versus Elon in a fight and neither one of them is fight training? You know, I do feel like the jujitsu video was was timed very perfectly here because it's So like... was the dropping of threads. <laughs> Since we're already here, um Instagram Meta, since we're already here, Meta debuted its new app through Instagram, uh, Threads, which An is Instagram app. Instagram's old messaging app, but repurposed now to specifically shit on Elon Musk because <laughs> why not? Everybody else is doing it. <laughs> it just it just seems right and. And a hundred million other people at this point, if not more by the time this is dropped, also think this feels right. It it just seems right. Instagram, it's it's you know already up there, it's already familiar, we're already it's already home to a lot of people who are too lazy to go over to TikTok. Um but yeah, the one thing that people since threads has been released have noticed is um, people who get a lot of likes on pictures on Instagram don't get as many on actual text-based things that oh. rely on wit. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> you also need to... You need to come up with something better than a poem that Drake wrote. Which is just like an Instagram caption. That whole book, uh, Titles Ruin Everything is just nothing but bitter instagram captions um no dog yeah surprise surprise you you actually need to have like some kind of substance to you if you're going to convince people to read things it's it's actually quite hard to convince people to read things nowadays uh that's why audible is an app it's actually very <laughs> frustrating to me because i enjoy reading articles I mean, and, I, like everything is a fucking video. I'm not, I'm not shitting on reading. I enjoy reading too. I just don't have the time for it, which is why I enjoy Audible. Me too. Um, Me too. Like I love audiobooks. I love podcasts, obviously. But what I'm not enjoying, however, is the death of Twitter. Right? Like because my whole point is people are excited, it's super excited about this threads at the moment because. It it's already so familiar. It's, you know, developing. I think it will soon evolve into the I Twitter think. clone that it's destined to be like, once I'm, Elon Musk is done with the lawsuit, I'm right? Really? A couple of things. So, if we're going to just, like, cherry pick from Twitter things that I want. Um, so, A, trending. Maybe not specifically hashtags, but yeah. just like most mentioned words or phrases. Right. Uh, so that way people can't like force a hashtag. I also don't want them to have DMs. 
Well, I Instagram like already has DMs, right? That, so I why does like the, one of the cool thing about threads is yeah. if you gotta call somebody out, you have to tag them in the thread, right? Like you can't DM them, or uh, unless you decide to hop over to Instagram and be like, "Hey, yo, I came here to bring this beef here." In which case, you already see pathetic. It's By like the way, it's like following out here throwing threads out here like every five minutes he's yeah. trying his best to make this shit work i'm i'm here for it right uh right yeah no following dming somebody from on instagram from a threads post is like following somebody home from the bar to fight them <laughs> so we're not we're, we're definitely not doing that right you gotta you gotta call them out here i would like a little bit more organization in the way threads show up on your feed because right now it just the posting seems random as fuck one of the things that i have become very good at is this very useful slash incredibly useless skill of over analyzing the simple to understand why it is simple so you're studying quantum physics uh media <laughs> actually close enough okay okay i got you this app since it has like no search for topics or um search uh see what other people are posting it's forcing connectivity because you can only expand your reach by following other people but you're also automatically following everybody that you are already following on instagram so then you catch responses, retweets, shit like that. So the only way you can actually... I think I like that aspect of it though, right? Because if you have like a very niche or like catered Instagram feed, right? Then the people that you interact with on threads really are the people that you want to interact with. And I guess there's something to be said... And, and about that insular bubble thing that gets created when you have that kind of really a la carte social media experience. But then there's always echo, 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 echo. But then there's always Chamber. third party interactions from people who follow people that follow you and all of that shit. Right. So you still Or it could be worse, it could be Elon's Twitter. There was one time I looked at a tweet and there were five FanDuel ads in a row before I got to an yo, actual Yo, the ads response. the ads on Twitter are fucking ridiculous now, dog. It's like it's at least ten times worse than what it was before Elon took this shit over. Um, and on that note, I think I just wanna say right now, Jack is probably feeling like Tom right after he sold my yeah he's gotta be and I think everybody is looking at Elon Tom sold at the peak no I'm truly feeling like Elon pulled a Trump here and was joking about buying Twitter and got legally like roped into buying Twitter and it's clear that with this debut of this new Threads app, it might be time for Elon to take a break.
welcome back. Thank you for um, joining us here again at the Flood Pod, and that's on everything. Welcome back. As we left out, uh, Zig, I believe you teased some new Mike Lindell news. Um, I did tease some. I did tease some new Mike Lindell news, and why do we care about new Mike, Mike Lindell, Lindell news? news? And that is because it might be some of the last Mike Lindell news. I mean, if you have a my pillow, then you should listen up, buddy, because this. This is your fault. <laughs> Founder and CEO Mike Lindell said, MyPillow has experienced a loss in revenue and the items are no longer needed as the company consolidates its operations. You see what I mean? You see what you guys did? The Shaska-based manufacturer recently listed more than 850, quote, surplus equipment items on the online <laughs> auction site KBID. <laughs> You guys will buy those fucking industrial fabric spreaders, forklifts, and even desks and chairs are up for auction. You guys won't buy those fucking pillows anymore, so now they're forced to sell the factory. <laughs> Major retailers such as Walmart, Bed Bath and Beyond, and Slumberland Furniture all said they will no longer sell my pillow products Damn. as Liddell continues to falsely claim that the 2020 election was stolen from former President Donald Trump. Yo, it's crazy because he really is out here like putting his whole massive cancellation. Whole neck. 100 million from attacks by the box stores, the shopping networks, the shopping channels. All of them did cancel culture on us. Yo, he really is putting his whole neck out there. That is an actual quote. Yeah. They did cancel culture on us. They did cancel They did cancel culture on us. Like like literally some Jewish witch <laughs> They did cancel culture on us. We're gonna have to run a reverse spell. Does anybody have an Uno card? <laughs> Everybody Here's where you read between the lines. The auction does not appear related to the 1.3 billion defamation lawsuit targeting both Lindell and MyPillow, which is ongoing in federal court. I'm sure he's like liquidating his assets right now so he can make it seem like he has no money. It's a fire sale. But the ongoing controversy over his claims has forced major shifts in his business after some shopping networks dropped his products. His products. His products. This is why. The company has moved to direct why? sales, shooting new television commercials, and trying to boost its presence through email marketing, radio Ew. spots, and direct mailing. Yo, I, who the fuck is opening a, an email from my pillow? Mike Lindell, <laughs> seen here in a promotional shoot, said my pillow is losing $100 million Good. in annual sales. Good. Good. It's very clear not all you motherfuckers should have money. <laughs> Look at what you do with it. God damn. We kind of needed a building and a half, but now with these moves God we're damn. making, we, uh, we can get down to, it, to our one building. All because he invented what, like a square pillow? Wasn't it the thing with my pillow? It's like a square instead of a fucking what? What shape is a pillow? 
What would you call that? Other than pillow shaped? It's like a ditto from Pokemon. Ditto shaped is not, that does not help anybody over the age of fucking 35. Uh, no, ditto is actually one of the most popular Pokemon in the game because they can transform into anything and therefore this is one of the creepy things of Pokemon. You can have them breed does anything. Does your mom know what a ditto is? If you showed her a card with the name covered up, would she be like, "Hey, oh, what? Why? Why are you showing me that ditto?" Uh, no. Considering if, I was doing the math if, when I was watching the <laughs> Bill Russell documentary, and I was like, "Holy shit, my mom went to segregated schools." <laughs> God damn, dude! What a weird place to drop that at. Um, no, <laughs> I was gonna. Say- I was gonna say, if you told your mom something was pillow-shaped, would she know, or ditto-shaped? <laughs> I think she would know what pillow-shaped was, and she would probably tell you to go say a couple Hail Marys, No, right? I, I think she would go, what? <laughs> no, but if you told her something was ditto-shaped, would she be like, oh, okay, so it was about yay high and this wide? <laughs> like, no, no, stop it. Anyway. Well... As I said, hilarious legal binding agreements on top of his Dominion lawsuit and catastrophic business failures. In April, an arbitration panel ruled that Lundell needed to pay $5 million to a software forensics expert who disproved several of his election claims in a, quote, prove Mike wrong contest. Lundell has challenged that ruling, calling it, quote, Frivolous. It's not frivolous. This is like the, uh, hey, Pepsi, where... This is classic fuck around and find out. This is like the hey, Pepsi, where's my jet documentary that's on Netflix, where the guy figured out how to get enough of those Pepsi points in order to get the jet that was advertised. Um, and, you know, Pepsi had to, like, come up with it. It's it's a pretty good documentary. Obviously, he never got his jet, right? Like trying to find Boardwalk when Monopoly is going on at McDonald's? Uh, that was a whole scam, too. I don't know if you've seen that documentary, but I definitely recommend it. <laughs> um, there, I think this there's a, a couple of documentaries. People before. If you have the Boardwalk Monopoly piece, but not Park Place. How much would you be willing to pay somebody to give you Park Place? You don't understand. There's a whole documentary <laughs> about a guy who is willing to risk years, decades in prison, right, for this fucking McDonald's Monopoly money, bro. <laughs> like, they had a whole scam going on. The reason why you could never find Park Place is because Park Place had already been mailed to somebody. <laughs> no, Boardwalk's the hard to find one. Park Place is the one that, you know, we've all gotten a few times in our lives. Either way, the point is... So, like I'm saying, you should you watch the documentary. the ultra-fucking rare one, how much would you pay for the not as much rare one? You're not getting Knowing it. that it gets you a million dollars. You're not taxes. getting what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, according to this documentary, if you got the ultra rare one, you might get your legs broken before you get a chance to get your hands on Park Place because you wasn't supposed to get that ticket. <laughs> That's how deep this shit runs. I've gotten a couple of free things like cheeseburgers and shit but i've never even i've never won a tv no 
I think I would be pretty psyched if I won a TV off of a fucking large fry. If I won anything. Do like you know anybody? Food. Do you know anybody that has won anything from a sweepstakes ever? Uh, no, that sounds like a great Ask Reddit thread. It, there is an Ask Reddit thread for that, um, but we're not going to go into that right now. I just wanted to know if you personally had known anybody who had ever... Like, Actually, do radio giveaways count? I'll, yeah, I'll take it for, you know, time's sake. Then, yes, my brother has oh, won, won concert tickets on the radio won, like, before. My brother has accidentally won concert tickets. On a call-in? Yeah, he was trying to request the song. That's what's up. That's, he was trying that's to request the song, and he won tickets. So for comical! I like, almost <laughs> want to no, call. He won multiple tickets. Actually, yeah. the reason oh, I was tight. able to go to, as I said last week, yeah. my first concert was Tool. The only reason I was able to get those tickets was because my my dad bought my brother two tickets in the nosebleeds because they were really fucking hard to get. Right. For him and his friend. Well, my brother called Did you say you're dead? I'm sorry, you're dead? My dad bought my brother and his friend those things. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought you were saying your dad originally bought for a second. For a second, I thought you said your dad originally bought the tickets for him and his friend and then gave them to your brother because his friend couldn't go. My my dad did go see Smashing Pumpkins with my brother and I. Uh, He's also seeing Alice in Chains with okay, my brother. Okay, I can feel those. I can see those two for Papa Glennon, right? But, like, Tool, he, he, he tool feels, like, out of the yeah, realm. No, he, wouldn't, he, wouldn't yeah. do that. he would be like, okay, boys, y'all can have that. <laughs> my dad will listen Turn to it down a little knows bit. knows that we think is important and we care about. Okay. What if you, what if you thought Tool was important? You... I mean, I do think Tool is important. <laughs> anyway, my brother... Had these tickets, uh, and then he uh, called in and won two tickets into the pit. So we had extra mm. tickets. My brother gave to me and my brother-in-law, Mike. So wait, let me get this straight. Your brother already had the tickets, and he called in to, to win tickets, tickets anyway. <laughs> to get better tickets. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Because he went from the nosebleeds to the pit. Yeah. And, Jackie, I mean, when you she, really want to see a band, yeah. you will commit to dealing with the pit. When I saw The Strokes live, oh, that was a whole day ordeal. It was a festival, and they were headlining, and it was general population. I was there at 10 in the morning. As soon as the gates opened, me and my friend Ryan ran as fast as we could, and this is at Merriweather to get into the central pit of Berryweather. And we ended up being like 30, you know, mosh pit rows of people back, right? Damn, okay. This was like a 10-act festival. Oof, oof, So okay. going to the bathroom was like, you got yeah, one chance, oh, buddy. Right, yeah. That was, like a one, that was like, you got one chance, you're sneaking cigarettes underneath, like, people's like knees yeah. going down. It's a fucking... And seven hours during, of side uh, Crystal Castles, the uh, lead singer started to crowd surf, and the whole crowd shifted. I tapped Ryan, and I was like, "Yo, this is our chance." We took that chance, beeline, and were able to get to. There was only one like row of people in front of us, and they were all uh, like girls, so we were like a foot taller than. So we were functionally in the front row. 
to see the motherfucking strokes. Shit. But we stood there for like 12 fucking hours. Oh my god. To make sure that we saw them that close. That's crazy, dude. And it was completely fucking worth it. Oh, I believe it. I believe it, especially at a packed, like, event like that. I'm sure the atmosphere alone made it, made camping out worth it, right? More than fucking camping, camping out, out would for... Camping luxurious. This is body to body. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. That's why I'm saying more than camping out for the, like, newest Jordan release, right? So, like, the thing is... You know, everybody's like, Dan, how do you survive in a mosh pit? You know, you're so skinny. But here's the thing. I'm also bony. And so tall I'm like as a fuck. Beyblade. Like, when you get me going, I'm just like, I cannot with you. Related to Beyblade. People have made Beyblade in Tears of the Kingdom. It's pretty hilarious. People have made functioning computers in Tears of the Kingdom. Oh my god, are people going to run Doom in Tears of the Kingdom? I mean, at this point, I don't see why not. As far as Mike Lindell is concerned... You gotta watch what you say, man. When you stand your ground on certain things, sometimes you have to... Admit when you're wrong, or you go down or eat the that. ship. You gotta eat that, right? Uh, just like, just recently in Canada, um, after a contractual dispute, a Canadian judge has ruled that a thumbs up emoji sent by a phone text can be represented as a legally binding agreement. Was the courthouse on fire while this was going on? <laughs> no, but I can tell you that the case involved two grain sellers, uh, a grain seller and a receiver, who sent the contract. Grain seller? Grain. Okay. As in flaxseed, specifically. Okay. After a contract was struck for 86 tons of flaxseed with a delivery period posted between November, posted and listed as November 2021. When you said grain sellers, yeah. and I heard brain sellers, I'm thinking uh, like, holy shit, like that Plants vs. Zombies? Oh, I was thinking Plants vs. Zombies. So when uh, Kent Mickleborough, a, I, I guess a flaxseed farmer <laughs> out in Canada sent this contract uh, to his respondent, right? The Asking for him to confirm the contract, right? He then sent back a thumbs up emoji in what I guess was a confirmation that he received the <laughs> notification to confirm the contract. Mickleborough took that as a confirmation for the contract and then delivered the 86 tons of flexi <laughs> and when he was not compensated for that um, the excuse was given that the confirmation had never been sent and the judge ruled <laughs> that while the thumbs up emoji is a non-traditional means to sign a document but nevertheless, under these circumstances, this was a valid way to convey the two purposes of a signature. Stating in his closing statement that Canada has to be ready to meet new challenges that may arise from amongst emoji usage. So when I was about 14, uh, my mom took me to a Shonen Jump Championship uh, Yu-Gi-Oh tournament in Philadelphia. 
I'm playing really well, uh, undefeated at the time, and then I get paired up against this guy, Robert Ackerman, who had just won the Shonen Jump prior. So I'm playing the reigning champion, right? Uh, yes, right. And I'm playing a very tight, good game. Tight, does, tight. We in it, baby, okay. Does this I'm here thing, for it. and I look, and I'm like, oh. What kind of a thing? What kind he, of he plays a card, or um, activates an ability. So a I'm crazy play, and I'm okay. shuffling my hand, and I'm like, oh, You sweating a little bit? Like, you like, oh, okay, so no, the play had you shook? Like, no, I'm, I'm thinking, like, reading my tone and my mannerisms. Like, mm. I'm looking over the board, and I'm like, oh. Oh, okay. So you're just, yeah, you're analyzing. Like, I'm, right? I'm processing. Right. And he goes, you said okay. You said okay. Judge, judge, judge. He said okay. And I'm 13 playing against this, you 14. know. 14. 14. Playing against this current reigning champion, right? So what was the okay a signal of? That your turn was over? That no, you were that like... I let... That I had no responses to the action that he initiated. Right, oh, so he was trying to insinuate that you saying okay was you forfeiting? He wouldn't let me activate my trap card. Literally. <laughs> By me saying okay, he said I couldn't activate my trap card. He, he was... And I don't even mean that metaphorically. I literally had a trap card. Yeah. Um, this totally feels like a trap card. Uh, it does. This is what it feels like. That guy was going, okay, I guess we'll talk about it later. I mean, this does and should send signals out there to all you passive aggressive texters. Um, people who would like to send thumbs up emojis to be like, yeah, all right, buddy, I'll get to it. <laughs> You know, this is your time. This is your calling. Also, I feel like this does and could also open up the uh, gateways as stated by Archer, uh, one of the, the defendant's legal counsel, right? That this opens up the floodgates, right? For potential cases <laughs> involving, like, this no longer. reminder to follow us at the flood pod on everything. <laughs> No longer can you know you send well you can't send gun emojis anyway if you have an iPhone but like you can't send like you know Did they take the whip emoji out of Fortnite yet? <sighs> I, yeah, I'm like can you we imagine hope. getting can you imagine getting like brought a restraining order because you sent like aggressive emojis to somebody? <laughs> Sexual harassment cases because you sent sexually suggestive emojis to a coworker. You fat fingered. You were texting your wife beforehand. I told her, look, when like, I sent, like seriously, like when I sent you the egg, just be like, I fat fingered, like when what? I sent the eggplant emoji, I was saying I was going to get lunch. <laughs> I didn't mean. I, and, and I was listening to Ice Spice. I didn't mean I wanted her to munch on my eggplant. I'm just saying I was going to get lunch and I was listening to it anyway. Anyway, I just feel like I this is... It was like clearly the emoji progression was Italian chef, milk, cheese, eggplant. Clearly, eggplant parmesan. <laughs> What kind of kink do you think I have, sir? No, um, honestly... I was on my way to Olive Garden. <laughs> honestly, 
this is absolutely wild to me. Um, I don't know what y'all think, but personally, it's kind of crazy that a thumbs up emoji would could could be considered a legally binding contractual agreement. Well, I mean, emojis really only function as a way for people to say the things that they want to directly say, but are actually kind of too cowardly to say. Is that how you feel about emojis? I feel like that's a very targeted and like personal take on emojis. What have emojis done to you? If strictly communicating with emojis, like literally no words. Why do I need to type out the word yes? If a thumbs up, well, I guess this is why, right? This is why you need to type out the word yes. From now on, you need to be precise or and clear in like, text messages. I like this, but now I'm sad because I'm hungry. And it's like told in like eight different emojis. As somebody who likes to communicate through GIFs because I don't- Oh, GIFs are great. Always feel like, you know, typing shit. It's kind of unsettling to me that an emoji could be considered a legally binding agreement, right? Think about it. People use them, like, a lot of the times they use emojis as just to extrapolate your own emotional understanding of what this symbol is. It is relying on the semiotic binding connotations assigned to each emoji and then hoping that the receiver actually understands those connotations correctly. Otherwise, you end up in awkward texting situations. What you said just now sounds a lot like how ChatGPT works, and it reminded me of a story I was reading in USA Today this week about how the VTech CEO announced that they are in... Yeah. That's the, the name of the type of engines in Honda. But the VTech CEO, Alan Wong, came out uh, just recently and announced that they are in the process of developing a line of AI teddy bears, kind of like the new age Teddy Ruxpin, right? That will be... Less creepy? Chat GPT powered. More creepy. <laughs> yes, that's Can right. you imagine your fucking, like, oh my god, kid sleep talks, wakes up in the middle of the night to Furby telling a story based off of what they sleep talked so, from Chat So GPT? it's so funny that you said that because one of the, like, selling points was that it can tell bedtime stories to your kid specifically catered to your child's likes and dislikes not dislikes but your child's likes and uh the themes and things that they suggest and great targeted advertising get them young there you go buddy there you go yeah nailed it right on the head right uh no it literally feels (laughs) it just feels scummy and it sucks because it does this is something that in the hands of not capitalism <laughs> might be great. Can I put right? tinfoil hat on for a second? Go for it, bro. The reason all of these parenting apps came into pop into population right now is because 
once the next generation becomes old enough for social media, the parents are probably going to have to have some like kind of clearance on that. And then the social media can data farm everything related to a child from that other person and then apply it to this new person's profile immediately. The VTech CEO. That doesn't sound crazy, does it? The VTech CEO suggested that the AI bear would use chatbot style technology to create customized tales that can talk your child down from temper tantrums, entertain them, and teach them lessons. No doubt your child will form a real bond with this toy. That's not dystopian. I just wonder if the CEO saw Megan at all, because I feel like Megan touched on a lot of this. Uh, on, That's on a, not dystopian. On a lot of this, no, like this is literally the plot to Megan. Dog, like this, this is this is the bot went on a fucking murder spree. Hearing these types of stories makes me so happy that your son plays outside. <laughs> like at all, he literally touches grass. It's great. Dog, I'm just. What makes me mad is the fact that this on its own is great that we live in a world where children's toys can be that interactive because remember when remember it wasn't that long ago especially for you right (laughs) there was a time where you were like man i wish these action figures could like talk back and respond to the things that i was like to the stories that i was like doing with them and stuff like that as you were playing right well not me. You know why? Because I love the sound of my own voice. Oh my god. <sighs> Even I since so I was a wee lad, I love to hear myself talk. It's in my family's lineage, man. It's my dad why? was a public address announcer for the uh, Naval for the Naval Academy football. We tell stories around the fire. Anyway, um, a great sage around the fire. So would, you know, the Chad GPT bear. I'd be better than the Chad GPT bear. Even though Chad GPT's user base is dropping at the moment, um, you know, it seems like the novelty has worn off as far as us normies are concerned. And so now they're moving on to the children as as per usual. Uh, Get them while they're young. God damn it. Camel Joe Cool. It it does feel very like you know smarmy though. I just I don't I don't have high hopes for. I have high hopes for the technology. I'm sure the technology will be amazing. Uh, The VTech toys are the line of like children's smart toys for the most part, right? And always have been. They um you know came up with the interactive like CD ROMs and stuff back in the days of like early macbooks and things like that for kids right so i don't doubt that they have the capability of pulling off this kind of a thing i am a little worried about um its effects on children i mean we always have to think of the children we at least have to say that we think of the children. Yeah, and I mean, 
once again, as you know, you pointed out earlier, the whole targeted ad aspect of this, you know, with the nature of the data mining that the AI is doing. How Google would be seething at the opportunity for their for somebody's first account to already have eighteen years of fucking data to go off. Newsflash for you, buddy. That's already getting ready to be a reality. A lot of these kids coming up, you know, already have fucking Snapchats and Instagram accounts by the age of like 10, like Discords and shit like that. So, <laughs> they are going to get the most catered ads you have ever seen in your life. Um, it's fucking bananas the kind of profile that you are able to build on somebody who doesn't even necessarily have a real social media presence at this point well I mean how much social media or internet profile does your son have right now he is 11 right I mean (laughs) once once he got that iPhone, dog, he was already, like, he's already had, like, a TikTok. I just found out the other day that this nigga has a Snapchat app. Did he have a Google account? Wasn't had, yeah, for the YouTube. Alright, well, I mean, once you have a Google and Facebook, that's basically GG. And WG. school, I feel like. I think he has a Google account for school because of the Chromebooks that they use, right? Like, that's a, that's yeah, a Google Yeah, once you have a Google thing. account and a Facebook account, that's good game well played. I mean, so at this point, it's kind of like how much chat GPT is too much chat GPT, don't you think? Like, what are some things you feel like they could incorporate chat GPT into that wouldn't be as sinister as a children's teddy bear? Study guides for Jeopardy contestants. Okay, give me another one. That's not a bad one, though, right? No, not necessarily. How would you how would you utilize that? Chat GPT, what are majority of Jeopardy questions right. asked about? Actually, yeah, actually now that I say it out it loud, it's kind of obvious. It would basically just be like having the AI guide you through Wikipedia <laughs> through through rounds of Jeopardy, right? <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, this is a good one. Give me another one. A friend of mine had one and like he was trying to explain it to his bosses for months. And he put it into a AI writer and it, it pops something out in like five minutes and it was really, really good. Okay, but I so, don't know enough details on that to really so, say that I mean, that but that's a, a good that's, one. That's a business proposal, right? I'm talking about like, you know, like teddy bears, uh, like maybe like a chat GPT alarm clock that like can talk to you in the morning and like help you with your mood and like walk you through your day a chat gpt mood ring okay how would that how would okay walk me through that one like sell me this chat gpt mood ring right because i i wear rings right like is it like a uh it changes colors is it jarvis and a ring gpt write something about how i am feeling so it's it's like it writes something about as good as Drake's poetry. <sighs> Titles ruin everything. <laughs> what if? What if? What if? Now hear me out. Seriously, though, a Jeopardy contestant would actually be 
really useful. <laughs> okay, so we had Jeopardy tutor, we had a uh, business proposal writer, and Math mood ring. Tutor. Mood ring, right? Uh, what about sex toys? Chat GPT powered. I feel sex like you're toys. gonna need to install some drivers so it works properly the first time. Well, what if I told that you? Joke levels to it. What if I told you? That is already a thing, baby. It's already in the process. It's on its way. That's right. Because it's on targeted ads for Doc's Pornhub feed. <laughs> this actually came up when I was searching for AI-powered toys, right, to confirm this VTech uh, AI bear, which I could not find any pictures Your of. Your Google is like algorithm is like tapping its fingers together like an evil genius. Yeah. Um. Lovins, uh, the popular sex toy company known for its remote controllable uh, sex toys, has announced its ChatGPT Pleasure Companion. Um, the new innovative sex tech is to do what everyone else seems to be doing these days, slapping some AI on it. The beta was launched in the uh, company's remote control app. Um, the advanced love sense chat GPT pleasure companion invites you to indulge in juicy and erotic stories that the companion creates based on your selective topics. That's not dystopian <laughs> at all. Oh man, give <laughs> you give it some like, parameters. Like, I get <laughs> indulging in fantasy, but isn't it still the illusion of reality that is, uh, that is, is appealing? Is it reality, like, or is it just fantasy? Yo, um, so... Is this real? I feel like... Dude, I'm trying to figure out who this is for, right? Because who wants... Now, all right, hear me out, hear me out. Audio porn is a real thing, right? Now, you might not be, like, kinky enough to have... I'm just a poor boy! You might not be kinky enough to have ever stumbled upon audio porn, but it's not... I need no sympathy because easy come, easy go, little high, little low. I bet there is no easy coming with you, is there? Anywhere does it really matter? No, no, I bet it doesn't matter to you. No, um That was beautiful how that all worked in there. Yeah, no, no, it was very, very forced. Very forced. Um, which audio uh powered chat gpt powered sex toys feels um <laughs> i mean listen as i was saying you might not be kinky enough to have ever stumbled upon audio porn before but there is literally just you know it's almost like porn for the blind grocery store romance novels no dog it's like you know just people fucking but like no video with just just the audio of it right like just sex sounds right it so sounds like listening to a rob zombie album yeah uh, so not actually much of but an exaggeration. It's more of what you were describing earlier, like an audio, like, so is this like audio book erotica at your discretion powered by your sex toy? Oh my God, I'm just thinking 
like a sex toy as plugged in, no pun intended, into your life the way <laughs> Alexa is. Listen, if you've seen some of the devices that oh they've made God. for we guys. Oh my point where people go walk into their house and be like, Alexa, talk dirty to me. Yeah, yo, that's where we're at. That's literally where we're at. Lovins has made that a possibility for you. And if you've seen some of the toys they've made for guys to like strap an iPad into so you can masturbate and watch porn at the same time with without having to hold your phone, uh, <laughs> this... I mean, or drilling a, a hole through your iPad. <laughs> this just seems like, you know, the kind of progression we were always heading towards. Um, I just don't As know. As we said, I think even on last week's episode, porn is always at the cutting edge it's of technology. It <laughs> <They laughs> really are. What like, that's a meme, <laughs> but it's also true. And this is a prime example of how porn is adapting. <laughs> you know, they're not porn, but the sex toy industry, right? Because porn did the the no no thing. Entertainment industry. Well, once again, porn did the no no thing with the whole um, deep fake porn shit, right? Yeah. Like, um, but this feels like, like I said, a less smarmy way to incorporate ChatGPT is to. This still doesn't sound dystopian at all. <laughs> I'm just not, I'm not that kind of a person where, like, the, uh, like, I, I don't know, the reading of a an erotic tale of my, like, specific description of encounter, like, goes to, I don't know, that's, that's wild uh, to me, and um, maybe it's because I'm a dude. Like, you know, girls, they say women are much more, like, mental when it comes dude, to... Dude, it's probably a non-zero percent chance that some woman in the world has listened to the audiobook of Fifty Shades of Grey the same time they had ocean sounds going on a 10-hour-long track on YouTube. I'm, first of all, absolutely. Uh, second of all, I will... How do you have feel you... about listening to music while listening? while listening I thought you were gonna say listening to porn and I was gonna say that takes your porn to like a next yeah, level yeah. listening to music while listening to podcast um if your podcast doesn't have music then I think it's okay especially if you're listening to something that's more like melodic based not lyric based or not even like melodic based but if you're listening to something that's just like news right like i think it's okay to listen to music or have some kind of like soft though you can be listening to like fucking drum and bass while you're listening to like morning joe or whatever yeah. but rounding it back though i feel like uh i don't i Listen, the remote control toys uh, sell like crazy. I feel like Chad GPT powered remote control toys though, or at this point it's just a beta on the app. So I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'd be interested to see how this develops and if it will be incorporated into the fucking like $5,000 real dolls sex dolls right like imagine a fucking chat gpt powered sex doll son <laughs> that can learn oh my god it's her 
right? Where it can learn like your personality and stuff and respond to your jokes. Like when you start singing in the middle of it talking, it can join you because it's learned the fucking song that you sing. Jokes on them, I always sing the song the wrong way. Uh huh. And then so, they learn the wrong lyrics. And so will chat, yeah, I was gonna say, so will chat GPT, right? You know? That is dystopian. So I actually realized something. Um, when I asked you, how do you feel about listening to music while listening to a podcast? Realistically, we should ask our listeners because they do that every week. Yeah, I mean, I thought about that. I wasn't going to touch on it um, because we were too busy talking about sex toys. <laughs> uh, but no, honestly. Oh, let me tell you. Real, real quick story. Uh, if we're talking about uh, sex toys, things that are controversial slash contraband slash previously contraband. Okay. So I went to a dispensary for marijuana. Oh, you went to for the, the first time. time, right? Because as of July first in Maryland, recreational marijuana is now legal. So, I went and I got something called Ghost OG. Okay. How did it suit you? It tasted minty. Mm. Like, legitimately mm. minty. Okay, right? Okay, so you feel like you had a fancy strain, right? Um, and I was talking to them as I was checking out, and they were like, oh, it's a... What dispensary it, did you go to? Um, Zen Leaf, True Leaf, True okay. Zen, something in Pasadena. Okay. I was talking to them as I was about to pay, and they were like, it's a $3.50 surcharge for using a debit card. I looked yeah. at them, and I'm like, so even at a legal dispensary, y'all still prefer cash. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> obviously. No, dude, it's because the shit is like, so... I don't know how it's working with banks now, but because it's still federally illegal, right? Like, a lot of the transactional effort has to be done through cash it's like i cackle yeah it's listen i we we're living in the future i was at uh 7-eleven about a month ago right i think i even messaged you about this and i was getting two energy drinks right Mm. And the cashier was like, I notice everything in the store. I clearly have two energy drinks. Yeah. They only scan one. Because I was going to say, homeboy missed that just like they missed the Coke in the White House. But we'll talk about that after this break. You take a sound, any sound, record it and then change its nature by multiplicity of operations. You record it at different speeds, you play it backwards, you add it to itself over and over again. You adjust filters, echoes, acoustic qualities, you combine segments of magnetic tape. By these means and many others, you can create sounds which no one has ever heard before. Welcome back. Chickity, check this up before you wreck yourself. And thank you for making it this far in the episode. This is your fourth and final reminder to like and subscribe at the flood pod on Probably everything not final, but on everything and that's on everything what else we can put on everything is that man what a time to be alive right uh we can put that on everything because the hills are alive 
One of the biggest trending stories over the last couple of weeks and a story that probably won't go anywhere foreseeing nothing crazy happens from this Tuesday to Sunday when this comes out. Uh, <laughs> there was some cocaine found in the White House. Co-co-co-co-cocaine! And I'm just like... I'm Dr. Roxo! Yes, I know. It's about time. <laughs> Do you think this is the first time there's been cocaine in the White House? George Bush. Get the fuck. You think it was George Bush? He literally had crack in the Oval Office. I was willing to go back to fucking Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> the fuck do you mean dr pepper's tonic ever since white people found cocaine cocaine go be cocaine and <laughs> right it just oh be gee washington cases. politicians do a lot of blow oh gee new york stockbrokers do a lot of blow oh, right what <laughs> oh my god it's almost like they're living their youth vicariously now that they have the resources and expendable time to do it considering that their personal lives have developed to be shallow Fuck and the time and the resources how do you think them staffers go through all of them fucking legal documents and stuff like that right like all those bills you think those politicians are actually reading those bills just take my ritalin <laughs> Or, Simpsons. or you do a little bump, <laughs> right, to get through that coffee break. Anyway, no, um, apparently, though, this cocaine, however, does not, it's not salacious cocaine. It's not as salacious as they would like you to believe. It's, um, it's, a, it's a little bit of love. This, a little bit of love. This was visitor cocaine. This, this cocaine was found in the visitor clearing area, I believe, or somewhere in library adjacent, as was initially announced. So but, this is somebody who saw Hunter Biden as, like, like life goals. <laughs> no, this is somebody who wanted to see if they could snort cocaine in the same place that Hunter Biden might have snorted cocaine. Well, uh, because mean, apparently Joe and Hunter and the fam were all away at the moment. Um, they were they were nowhere near the White House. Uh, and uh, obviously, when when the news dropped, we all know what the headlines were. How could Hunter be so clumsy? <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. Let me tell you something. You don't accidentally film yourself weighing your crack out and arguing with a prostitute. You do that shit on purpose. There's no way Hunter is going to accidentally leave i know the timing of that like white house uh fourth of july video where he's like on the balcony with everybody and he's all like <laughs> like yeah like hiding behind it seems like he's hiding behind somebody and he's clearly got some like sinus issues going on but <laughs> no, not, it's funny i've noticed don jr does too ah uh, that's what i was gonna say i was i was leading to the fact that if they think this is the first time a president's son has had cocaine in the White House, I would like to introduce all of Don Jr.'s speeches now, I would into also like the say, evidence. Uh, two things. You know that cocaine isn't Hunter's because one, 
He has explicitly stated that he prefers crack. He's actually on record saying that he prefers crack. And Hunter would not leave anything behind. Also, why would Hunter be in the visitor's area? I just feel like it's illegitimate because there's no reason Hunter Biden, unless, unless he was having a crack bender. <laughs> I wouldn't put it out of the realm of possibility for a White House staffer to be having a really fucked up week. And accidentally leave their cocaine somewhere? Or no, just could not, like, just needed, they felt like they needed to take a bump. Yeah. And then somebody came in, I'm assuming this is a bathroom. No, I'm assuming tinfoil head time. Uh, the cocaine was planted. Bump a bump. Um, possibly by a visitor, but more likely by, by a staffer, right? To make the Biden administration look weak in the grand scheme of things, maybe, maybe not. But in the short run of it, right, just to cause initial trolling chaos the same way people have been throwing fucking things at celebrities lately i mean this is my the scenario that's playing out in my head is if it was a staffer it was a staffer having a really fucked up day or week and thought that taking a bump in the bathroom would be the idea to take the edge off somebody comes in the bathroom right at that moment and they can't like hide or conceal it they just have to take the l wash their hands hopefully and walk out i don't think it was left in a bathroom though right like that's how your scenario would work if it was left in a bathroom like this was left in an area that almost feels like it was dropped in right like it like it fell out of somebody's pocket right is the way it seems like or somebody set it down and then forgot about it like what the fuck that was Who the on the ground earlier this week. Listen, I don't... Imagine if it was a little bit of coke. Nobody just leaves cocaine behind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, not a, that's not a thing. Coke is too expensive for that. You don't just leave... People would worry more about $5 worth of cocaine than they would about the $5 bill. People lose AirPods more than they lose cocaine, okay? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> let's put that into perspective here. Now, I feel like it is silly to assume anything other than this cocaine was a plant. Um, but, you know. That's well, it was a plant at one point. The Alex Jones and me talking. Haha, hey, Dad. <laughs> I'm joke. Anyway, um, hopefully by the time this comes out, all of this cocaine in the White House is just, you know, uh, push a T-bar like the internet is hoping yeah. for. Um, but at this point, they're going to have to try a little bit harder for something to shake up the Biden administration because cocaine in the White House is perfectly normal, baby. <laughs> the idea that Hunter Biden would accidentally leave his cocaine somewhere in the White House is almost as egregious as watching that fucking Usher and Kiki Palmer video. Ooh, that's right. You know we had to talk about it. We talking about cocaine in the White House. We gotta talk about this Kiki Palmer shit, right? Since y'all won't stop talk talking about, about it. Celebrity Since y'all won't stop talking about it, let's talk about it. Bring I get back to the earlier part of the episode. Back to salacious celebrity sloppy gossip. Rounding it out 
out with more trash news. How do you like that? That's full circle for you. Speaking of full circle, Kiki has, you know, recently released a a reaction video of her own, right? Um, to all of this drama featuring one of Usher's songs. <laughs> In the Colleen Barringer style, just with Dame Lillard was like more fire, more fire. Um, no, okay. So listen, there are several parts to this whole discussion, right? Uh, First and foremost, if you don't know, now you know. Kiki Palmer, actress, singer, went to some kind of event where Usher was at, and (laughs) she was dressed very um revealing for the hour i I, look great i was gonna and i don't even necessarily feel like revealing is the right way to put it she was wearing a sheer dress that had and she you know right um uma thurman said you got it i want it usher was feeling it um and decided to serenade her a little bit you know wrapped his arm around her waist and sung his favorite tunes to her in her face and her her boyfriend was not feeling it um he took to twitter i believe it was it was twitter that was his first mistake should have gone to threads and (laughs) decided to call her out you know you're a mother what are you doing out here dressed like that um meanwhile rihanna is doing fenty lingerie suits pregnant as fuck but we won't you know asap's not talking about it so we won't talk about that um asap probably just like yo i have rihanna i am good everybody, i have not tried to fumble this bag everybody else pointed out you know sierra constantly dresses you know the way she wanted dresses and russell wilson constantly you know champions her on every step um because he's probably a robot who can't play quarterback <laughs> so still getting paid to play like one though they're you know this obviously led to a very divisive discussion on the internet of whether or not it was okay for her to be dressed like that when i really think the discussion should have been why was she letting usher pull up on her like that when she got a man at home yeah i feel like that is that's the real discussion that's the that's the disrespectful shit the question should not be why was she dressed like Like that that? the question should not be why was her significant other upset Okay, so once again, I said there's layers to this shit, right? Uh, Because the end, you know, I'm not the only one saying this, but I feel like what is really more egregious is not how you're dressed, because you can be dressed like that if you're not going to let niggas sing in your face like that, right? And I get it's Usher. Usher is supposed to sing. That's what Usher do, but Usher don't got to wrap his fucking arm around your waist and sing to you like he's fucking about to fly you away on a magic carpet. What the fuck do you think this is? Some Disney shit? Fuck that. Not All of Frank Sinatra <laughs> No, he really did pull some Frank Sinatra shit with the way he was singing oh, to Kiki Palmer. I would be me. fucking upset too with your ass out like that. Goddamn. And you know you got ass like that. The fuck is you doing out here embarrassing me like that? Yo, no, and I said embarrassing me like that because, like, if, you know, flip sides when, as, as people pointed out, when Chance the Rapper 
was at carnival and was getting twerked on and had his homies leaning in back and let them cheeks just going and doing the wave as they do at carnival that's what you're supposed to do right like everybody Maybe. was mad they was like you're a married man chance what are you doing in a jesus loving married man at that Maybe Kiki felt like the uh, girl who went to a baseball game with the friend as a friend, but the friend was thinking this was a date, and then they get caught on his cam. This is my chance. Do you think it was like that? No, yeah, no. I feel. I totally feel like what this was is Usher is on villain time right now because of the whole Chris Brown situation. And I personally, because I feel like nobody has said this shit, I'm going gonna, gonna to take the time. I'm going to take the time to say, because I feel like nobody has said it yet, that uh, Usher wouldn't have done that to Chris Brown's girl. Uh, but, nope. but listen. I'm not here to instigate any violence. And I am... want to see Usher fight in a celebrity boxing match with proper head guards and boxing gloves and a referee. Ooh. Um, and not Chris Brown. John B. John Bean? John B. John... Once again, I misheard you. Yeah. I heard John Bean, and I was like, not John. Is he saying Sean? No. Like Ned fucking Stark? No, dude. John B, the R&B singer. Another thing I misheard my entire life. I found another Hillfinger. I found out it's Hunger Pangs. Yeah. Not Hunger Pains. No, and that one I'll give you because that is a very common misnomer. A lot of people, including me, um, you know, mistake it for that but it is hunger pangs because it's a panging in your stomach right like yeah but anyway um what <laughs> i can tell you who was hungry was usher for that fucking kiki palmer ass in the head dress dog so much so that he may have ruined her relationship <laughs> because i don't know how um her man coming back from outing her publicly like that because that's the other thing i wanted to address like if you i don't know i personally feel like if you it's weird to come out on social media and act wounded like that as a man and that's just me speaking as a man right like when if your girl goes and does something wild that goes viral even if it is in your personal circle right like you don't then hop online like a hoe <laughs> and start subtweeting her and shit like what like this this i don't know i feel like that zesty shit like get that the fuck out of here like i, I don't have time for Hill now you set me up perfect go for it so as you said it's hard for men to be vulnerable Right? Uh, no, that's not quite what I said. What I said was it can I. Can be hard for men to be. I have said that in the past, yes. But in this specific scenario, what I am saying is being vulnerable enough to hop on the fucking internet. You're talking to about Kiki's man. Try yes okay. to try to try and shame your wife, slut shame your wife for the outfit she wore out. Right? Um, yeah. No, I, I call that hoe shit. That's not vulnerable. That's hoe shit. Okay, but these text messages from Jonah were not 
oh shit, public type crap, right? No, that that was some Sigma male ho shit too. Like, I'm not, let me cook. Go, go for Let it. Go for and it. We saw the total fact-based one at the very end, right? I mean, I'm still going to push back on that with the whole context of the thing, but, with that being the bow on the Sigma cake cuck shit. You know the meme where the guy gets broken up with and one time his shit is thrown all over the yard? And then the other time, it's all packed up and everything. And everybody yeah. in the comments was like, oh, the guy where it's all packed up, he's fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, she prepared. All of those fucked up texts were probably Jonah throwing the clothes everywhere. And then that last text was him laying it all out and being like, nope, I'm done. I feel like... Does that analogy work? I, it would if I didn't truly feel like that Jonah is, could be one of those guys who uses that as a guard no, to be an asshole. Right. But I'm saying his thought process, that's probably how he was behaving and thinking which would have affected but not distinctly directed his behavior. I mean, I will add on that in the um, reveal, the ex admitted that she doesn't think that Jonah is a bad person, that she she believes that he has adopted, you know, some of these traits because of the traumas and things that he has been through. Um, but she's not, you know, and it does not excuse him of <laughs> some of the shit that he does or has said in those text messages but the ending text which was you know that these are my standards and my guidelines thing i mean but to the reversal and there's packed her things up for her to the reversal and you know there's a lot of incels online that complain that women's standards to today in this day and age are too high Right, you know, um, Step your game up. You, a, a lot of niggas can't grow to six feet. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, guys, it's <laughs> overrated. I was looking for the bottle of wine earlier, and it was on the bottom shelf of the fridge. You're missing and the I point. I literally could not see you're, it. For you're three missing. Minutes. You're missing the point, and that's just more proof that none of this is normal. I feel like an asshole. What was your uh, the point was that, you know, going online to complain about the way that your girlfriend, baby mama, is dressing instead of, you know, hollering at her and commanding, you know, the respect that you feel like you deserve. As, as her partner. As her partner. Because, um, <laughs> you know, when. But we're also talking about we all respect. Have Instagram pictures together. That matters. Uh, and there's also videos of him, or there is also video of him taking video of her twerking, right? So complaining about her being dressed the way she is now feels a little hypocritical. But that's not the point. The point here is, is 
you demand your self-worth right and if you feel like what your partner did was disrespectful then you holler at them about it you don't go to the internet and then try and summon a mob not a real place unless you are trying to speak truth to justice in a way that you feel like is going unheard in the case of somebody who is appearing to be somebody who's transcending peaceful and whatnot, but is actually an asshole on the inside. Um, I mean, his first movie role, a defining part of his character was, was surprise drawing dicks everywhere. So. Surprise, surprise. The guy who was perfect for that role, which is also funny because I feel like that's supposed to be a young Seth Rogen, if I remember correctly. More or less. But then Jonah <laughs> but, did a whole bunch of like crazy stuff. Like he was in Get Him to the Greek as like a yeah. stiff business guy. He was in Wall Wall Street. He has that contained anger thing down uh, really well packed, right? And, you know, I, I'm i not, once again, not calling Jonah Hill a bad person. I'm just also not surprised that he might be a bit of a misogynist and a bit of a narcissist. And, um, you know, I'm also not upset at what Kiki Palmer wore to that outing. I am, however... <laughs> upset at Usher for being an egregious homewrecker um listen if this is how you're going to start your villain arc sir I just need you to make sure that it culminates in some kind of I feel like it's more of his anti-hero arc Chris Brown because he got beat up by an objective villain yeah this is him as this is oh. the Red Hood story of oh Usher. is it I was gonna go Ronan but okay this is the Red Hood story of Usher yeah and it, starts, and it starts with him serenading your bitch. Next thing you know, Usher's gonna have a feature from Rick Ross. He knows something's going down. Oh man, he's already got those, but listen, it's just more proof that you should be buying all of your Pokemon, Magic Gathering, Flesh and Blood, board games, card game supplies at tokenfg.com and use the promo code Ziggy to get 10% off of your order. And that should be normal, but the fact that not enough of you use the promo code proves that none of this is normal or we have less card players in our demographic than i think we do which hey. means my friends aren't listening to oh damn damn well you guys are like our friends and i thank you once again for joining us for another week of catching up with this round of pop culture and if you want more you know where to find us this is your sneak reminder to subscribe at the flood pod on everything your and next reminder and that is on everything yeah it's like a marvel easter egg and we'll catch you guys next week secret invasion is mid deuces Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. Welcome back.
We're trying the best that we can. Yes, I know control. I can't be annoying. Thanks for joining us again. Why is there no hockey for the fame? My mouse sensitivity is high. And it makes those menus hard to navigate. And maybe it makes me post the episode late. Why not just turn your mic sensitivity down? Or your mouse sensitivity. Sitting on a wood stool. It's a chair. It's a, it's a chair. Across the table. It's it's not that far. It's maybe like four feet. Tablecloth is blue, and there's nothing I should do. That part is true. The tablecloth is kind of blue. It's also got purple in it. still here? It's over. Go home. Go.